Hello, hello. I want to welcome you to a wonderful day, another episode on the Landre Agbulwa Day show. Today is a special episode because we're going to be showcasing one of history's most prestigious talents, humanity's greatest prize. He has been coined the most popular poet of history, Jalaluddin Rumi, episode 22, the Landre Agbolwaje show. I consider myself a poet as well, a musician, a producer, an artist, a writer, an author, an advocate, an environmentalist, a world sage, a Rosicrucian. I consider myself many things. So I have a strong connection with this particular poet, this personality that I'm highlighting on this show, and some things I he also has to share for us. He has a poem. There's a poem. I think one or two. So it's really important that I think the listener, whoever is listening to this program, should really appreciate Jalaluddin Rumi. I have known of him for over 10 or 20 years now. And he has since long inspired me to do many things. And I've also for a long time wanted to be recognized like someone like him to be remembered to leave a legacy of great works and deep thinking and contemplation as humanity we need to keep contemplating our existence and it's important that we meditate on some of these informations and some of these knowledge that we get from wherever we get it and think about it again and see if it is of any value to us. Without much ado, Jalaluddin Rumi. Jalaluddin Muhammad Rumi, Persian or simply Rumi, was born 1207 September and died 17 December 1273. He was a 13th century Persian poet, Hanafi, Faki, Islamic scholar, Maturidi theologian, and Sufi mystic, originally from Greater Khorasan in Greater Iran. Rumi's works were written mostly in Persian, but occasionally he also used Turkish, Arabic, and Greek in his verse. His Masnavi, Madnawi, composed in Konya, his resting place, is considered one of the greatest poems of the Persian language. Rumi's influence has transcended national borders and ethnic divisions. Iranians, Kurds, Tajiks, 
Turks, Greeks, Pashtuns, other Central Asian Muslims, as well as Muslims of the Indian subcontinent, have greatly appreciated his spiritual legacy for the past seven centuries. His poetry influenced not only Persian literature, but also the literary traditions of the Ottomans. Turkish, Shagatal, Kurdish, Urdu, Bengali, and Pashto languages. His works are widely read today in their original language across Greater Iran and the Persian-speaking world. His poems have subsequently been translated into many of the world's languages and transposed into various formats. Rumi has been described as the most popular poet, like I said earlier, and is popular in Turkey, Azerbaijan, and South Asia, and has become the best-selling poet in the United States. The teachings of Rumi are plenty, and I just want to highlight a couple. Like other mystic and Sufi poets of Persian literature, Rumi's poetry speaks of love, which infuses the world. Rumi's teachings also express the tenets summarized in the Quranic verse, which Shamsi Tabrizi cited as the essence of prophetic guidance. Know that there is no God but He and ask forgiveness for your sin. In the interpretation attributed to Shams, the first part of the verse commands the humanity to seek knowledge of Tawid, oneness of God while the second instructs them to negate their own existence. In Rumi's terms, Taweed is lived most fully through love, with the connection being made explicit in his verse that describes love as that flame which when it blazes up, burns away everything except the everlasting beloved. There's a lot of humor in that. <laughs> Rumi's longing and desire to attain this ideal is evident in the following poem. I died to the mineral state and became a plant. I died to the vegetal state and reached animality. I died to the animal state and became a man. Then what should I fear? I have never become less from dying. At the next charge forward, I will die to human nature, so that I may lift up my head and wings and soar among the angels. And I must also jump from the river of the state of the angel. Everything perishes except his face. Once again, I will become sacrificed from the state of the angel. I will become that which cannot come into the imagination. Then I will become non-existent 
non-existent says to me in tones like an organ, truly to him is our return. The Masnavi weaves fables, scenes from everyday life, Quranic revelations and exegesis and metaphysics into a vast and intricate tapestry. Rumi believed passionately in the use of music, poetry, and dance as a path for reaching God. For Rumi, music helped devotees to focus their whole being on the divine and to do this so intensely that the soul was both destroyed and resurrected. It was from these ideas that the practice of whirling dervishes developed into a ritual form. His teachings became the base for the order of the Mevlevi, which his son Sultan Walad organized. Rumi encouraged Sama, listening to music and turning or doing the sacred dance. In the Mevlevi tradition, Sama represents a mystical journey of spiritual accent, true mind and love to the perfect one. In this journey, the seeker symbolically turns towards the truth, grows through love, and abandons the ego, finds the truth, and arrives at the perfect. The seeker then returns from this spiritual journey with greater maturity to love and to be of service to the whole of creation without discrimination with regard to beliefs, races, classes, and nations. In other verses in the Masnavi, Rumi describes in detail the universal message of love. The lover's cause is separate from all other causes. Love is the astrolable of God's mysteries. Rumi's favorite musical instrument was the neigh, the reed flute. How amazing. Such a person, such a great greatness, such a long, landmark. He has left his, his imprints in the sands of time, which is my desire to leave my imprint into the sands of time and to leave others' imprints in the sands of time, to remind everyone, for us to... To record our humanity as, as, as humans, true music, true poetry, true spoken word, true so many things, so many avenues, especially the possibility of the internet is just it's so intense. We've not, we don't even know what's coming next, especially with the internet and the ability for people to record audio and video and all kinds of things. So I really appreciate this opportunity this podcast as a place to really preserve human knowledge and the human sacrifice and the human psyche and to enrich it with more knowledgeable things and and i hope and i'm sure anyone that listens to this podcast today can go back and like do some more research on rumi and you will find so many things and you find it very enriching like i like i have found rumi Rumi's works enriching for my life for many years now. So, this is someone that is really dear to me and I have a strong connection 
especially because of the musical background that he has, the Islamic background that he has, then the poetry, the poetic background that he has. You know, these are things that I share as well and, and I appreciate. So I feel as though that it is my sacred duty, being Rosicrucian, being a human being, just being a person of good intentions and good vibrations, to continue to showcase and highlight the knowledge that we have encompassed as hum humanity, especially the esoteric and the special knowledge, not necessarily all the knowledge, because we have encompassed so much stuff and a lot of it is garbage and a lot of it is maybe not influential but it's still information my duty is not to bring those kind of knowledge it's to bring the ones that are selective and the ones that that, that really have made an impact so until next time this has been another recording of the landry agbulaje show Episode 22, Jalaluddin Rumi. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.